Welcome to Love, Words, and Poetry, Episode 19, Gardening from East Coast to West. I'll be reading two poems published in the 2006 summer edition of The Lyric. Rum Punch. Tying an April apron on, Poway Valley concocts an ardent brew. Plum appetizer pales before alluring orange blossom so turns, and first rosé of La Reine Victoire. We reel, imbibing velvet burgundy fragrance of Mirandi's hybrid tea, so rich our eyes go dark, beguiled by damask jubilation. The glow from poppy and gazania in flame and gold exuberance eclipse the sun's corona, while mockingbirds go wild in concerted improvisations with a web of stanzas they construe from eucalyptus to pepper tree. Were we not so drunk on abundance, we'd cling. Instead, we lurch about in glee and sing. Our word of the day is the Perseids, the, which will appear in the, the final poem today. The Perseids are a prolific meteor shower associated with the comet Swift-Tuttle that are usually visible from mid-July to late August. The meteors are called the Perseids because they appear from the general direction of the constellation Perseus. The shower is visible from mid-July each year with the peak inactivity between August 12th and 14th. During the peak, the rate of meteors reaches 60 or more per hour. We wrote in our love letters about our feelings about mainly my gardening. My loved Wes, I have a lot of different feelings about my gardening. First, of course, I really enjoy it and I feel a lot of satisfaction in doing it because it has such tangible and fairly short-term results, which are very vi visible. And it also gives me some outdoor exercise, which I'm often lacking especially now while I can't go riding. But I also feel frustrated when I'm tired or just can't seem to get as much done as I want or when it seems like things are getting ahead of me and then I feel obsessed with getting more done outside to the exclusion of everything else. I feel that it's a job I have to do and if I don't, all sorts of undefined bad things will result. Mixed in with these feelings, too, are plentiful helpings of guilt that the gardening is taking away the time and energy I should be spending on the girls or on the house or my writing or on weekends with you. I also feel guilty when I think I'm spending too much money on things for the garden, since far more than clothes or jewelry, I feel like that's money spent on myself for my own enjoyment. My most uncomfortable feeling about gardening is the anxiety I get about your attitude towards it, as if it's something keeping us apart, and you will someday just put your foot down and tell me to stop altogether 
because you can see even more clearly than I all the bad results of my compulsiveness. Maybe you should make me go to meetings of Gardeners Anonymous. I know you want to help me become more balanced, and I do like working with you together in the yard, and I want to try to do what you want because I love you. Always, Vicki. In Wes's letter, he wrote, Dear Vicki, I know you think this question will give me a chance to criticize you for spending so much time in the garden, but in a lot of ways, I feel very proud of the work you do there. I enjoy the nice-looking grounds which you have produced, and I like to feel that everyone recognizes what a good job you are doing. I also feel relieved that the gardening has done so much to help your psychological problems, It makes me happy to see you so happy out in the garden. As we discussed at our weekend, my main negative feelings about your gardening came only in two areas, when I felt that I was being excluded from it, that it was your project, and on weekends when it seemed like we never went to the lake. I think, though, that after the weekend, I feel more comfortable with the thought that the garden and yard can be one of our projects even as the kids get older, a family project. The more I examine my feelings about your gardening, the more I realize that especially now, it makes me feel more close to you because it is one more thing that we can share. We'll close with a poem about summer. Summer Physics The density of summer stills the trees whose leaves and bones suspend their lazy whispers. The feverish sun slows and waits for the dreaming child errant who learns from a forest of cinnamon fern and the brookbed's smooth and silent stones. Harvests convene at other gates In indigo skies, the solid stars sublime, distant as childhood's idling clock, summer evanesces with the shock of Perseid's meteors rewiring time. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you're close enough to a garden to lurch about in glee and sing.